So I was literally just creeping out. like, you guys are dumb, man. You guys, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll go and do this. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham, of course. And with me today is the absolutely fantastic Jojo. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Jojo. Yeah! How did you, Graham? Hey, I'm doing all right, Jojo. I'm doing all right. We, um... A recording on a Sunday, I think for the second time, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays are a little bit like so 2021. 20, yeah, None. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we are recording on a on a Sunday, but like, you know, we got time, right? Yeah. Okay, so promise I'll never do that again. <laughs> God. Yeah, because I still remember... The only condition for this podcast to happen between you and me was, yeah, no Sundays. So, I mean, every now and then we have an accident and shit, you know. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, so so let's explain why we actually record. We record on Saturdays. The show is released on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but we had agreed upon something to watch, and neither of us liked it, and we were like, no, yeah, I let's didn't. ditch that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so right before the time we would have to start recording, a couple of hours before, right, we decided, you know what, let's do something else instead. Yeah. Like, well, let's scrap it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we had to watch an entire new show. Luckily, it was only four episodes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what, JJ, let's just record tomorrow. And I was like, scared, because I'm like, what if she comes back and says, no, man, it has to happen today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, so I was like, all right, but and you agreed, and we were like, okay, cool. So today we are talking about Mr. Good, Cop or Crook. This yes. is a, a documentary on Netflix, and um, it's a it's a complicated one because you know I am naturally inclined to be anti-cop for all kinds of reasons. But on this one, though, uh, it pissed it pissed me off a little bit because I do think that the the subject of this documentary, who, who, whose name is Eric Jensen or Jensen, was used to make an example with, and uh, there is there is a lack of gratitude from from the entire nation. <laughs> what was it? Is it was it Sweden? Norway. Norway. Yeah. Norway. And uh, but we're gonna go into that in a in a in a bit because my boy wasn't a saint by no by no one's account. No, but they did they did him dirty. They did him wrong, and Very that's going so. to be my opinion. If yeah. you watch these and you think really they were right, he was wrong. I'd love to hear your explanation of it. Yeah, but for me, this guy served to the best of his ability, and. Brought, uh, and he took leadership on a number of issues that, you know, Norway would not have known how to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And dude understood the psychology of gangs and 
and how how they operate. And as a law enforcement officer, he understood what his role was, and he played that role to the best of his ability. And yet, you know, he's in he's in prison, and as far as we know, he's not coming out. You know? Yeah, and I I mean I think that one of the things about about him is that he the I think his ability to understand the criminal element and the gang element was the fact that he didn't treat them as as quote unquote other or yes. as others. To him they were human beings just like anybody else. You know, there's there's a quote from someone who says something like, you know, I never heard him say anything bad about a criminal. He respected everyone. And I think that that is fantastic. Because I hate the phrase I really, really hate the phrase that respect isn't owed, it's it's earned or something it's along earned, those right. lines. Yeah. I hate that because it's yes. like, no, on a basic level, I should always be respected. Simple it, as that. It, it's as simple as that. You should always, always, always respect me yes. just as I will respect you. And, you know, if give you cause not to, maybe we can have a discussion then. But don't start out with, I'm not respecting you until you prove yourself. Until you earn it. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that, that's yeah. a very narcissistic way of, of approaching uh, respect, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. who the fuck are you? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. you. You have to respect me because on an individual level, yeah, that's that's all we owe each other. Respect. Yeah. We're humans. We're, we're mutual fellow humans. And so I, I think that that really gave him an empathy and a, an insight that most other cops don't have and are not willing to not willing to even consider because I think they have it drilled into their heads that, you know, anybody who's a criminal is scum of the earth. And exactly. Anybody who's done anything is a bad person and they're a horrible human. They're just lower than you and you right. are higher right. than them. You right. are a better person. Than a them. sense of moral superiority that is actually yes. dangerous for somebody who does that job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, I think that I think that he was. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly the purpose. But before that, of course, we have to jump into one of my favorite things to talk to you about, Jojo. It is what did you watch last week? Let's hear it. Jojo. Let's hear it. Did you watch anything at all? I did. And I, I, I went down kind of a weird little rabbit hole, maybe. Well, maybe not weird, but just something I haven't done in a long time. I uh, HBO Max has all of the seasons of Robot Chicken. And I haven't watched Robot Chicken, the series. I've watched clips of it, but I haven't watched the whole series, I think, since it premiered in 2005. And I always loved the show. And <laughs> for whatever reason, I'm a big fan of Robot Chicken, but it was like something that I just never got back into watching once we dumped, ditched cable and everything in it. Anyway, now we have HBO Max and I realized that they have had Robot Chicken, Chicken so I've been binging all of the, the series that I missed, all of the episodes that I missed, and it's, it's just as funny as it ever was. And it's just, it's just a fantastically weird show and, and it makes me happy. So I, <laughs> I've been watching Robot Chicken. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's <laughs> what about you, Graham? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so so here's the thing. I decided that I was going to watch Celebrity Goggle Box. And uh, I think there's a, an American version of it uh, called Celebrity Watch Party. Okay. And and Goggle Box is basically the non-celebrity part of it is is simply a bunch of people that are chosen to 
have a camera at home wherever they watch TV and to see how they interact and react to what they're watching. Okay. And and then so basically they put they they put all of that together and it's narrated of course by Ian Sterling who also is the voice for of Love Island. Okay. One of the funniest Scotsmen to ever live. Like this dude is is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> he makes things funny just because like just because just based on his accent you are going to laugh but when he says stuff that he just like put pulled them out of a magic hat or something. And so I decided to start watching the new season of Celebrity Good It's only been an episode so far. Okay. And it was it was mad. It was absolute madness. So if you do have a way to get <laughs> to get onto ITV2, I'm not going to give you the, the clues. I'm not going to tell you how to do that if you are outside of the UK. Don't ask me how I get it either because, you know, no. I'm going to, you know, point you into illegal stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know how you get it either, right? <laughs> it no. just shows up at your house. Pops up. <laughs> you know, this week they were doing, so they were watching a couple of shows and um, there were a bunch of like people that we know because we like, we watch shit on Brickbox all the time. Yeah. And a bunch of people that we've seen either on, you know, or QI and, and those shows, like mostly the same people, but the majority of them are comedian and celebrity, of course. And it's cool to see them at home watching shows and how they react to, to, to shit. But the Stranger Thing bit was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> There's something, I, don't, I know you watch. Stranger Things, so you, you will be familiar with what I'm saying because I don't know what it is, but there's this girl, Chrissy, who is possessed and she, and she was vomiting in the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. The way they reacted to all of that was mad funny. <laughs> so, like I say, if you have a way to get ITV2, go ahead and, and, and start watching Celebrity Gogglebox. It is absolutely funny. That that. That sounds like a lot of fun. It does. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I'm like, who thought about this? You know what would be a good show? Put cameras in people's living room while they're watching TV <laughs> and see their reaction. Like, it's freaking genius, man. It is genius. <laughs> so give it a watch, Jojo, and tell me what you think. Because, okay. you know, some shit are funny to me, but they're probably not funny to anybody else. So. <laughs> I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to hear what you think. <laughs> if it makes you laugh, it'll probably make me laugh too. So, <clears throat> yeah, you know. And so, the way I know that my wife is gonna like something I'm watching is because the first thirty seconds she doesn't come, just look at me and say, "This shit is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> if the first thirty seconds I haven't heard that, I know. Okay, so she's liking it. You know. Okay. Because now I got, she's hooked on Love Island, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we were watching season seven, uh, season seven, which was from last year. And I already know what happened and who ended up with who and who's still together, whatever. But I still watch it because, as a, as you know, I don't believe in spoiler, right? Right. But, but Christine didn't know anything. She didn't want to know anything. And when they finally declared the winners, she... and my son was there, my son looked at me and was like, 
you know, she's reacting to this like it's just happening. <laughs> and she's like, whatever, shut up, you two. And I'm like, you could have gone online and find out. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah, my wife is a trip, man. Oh, that's sweet, though. I know. That's oh, so I know. Right, so today we are reviewing Netflix's documentary. It is called Mr. Good, Cop or Crook. And I don't know that they even asked it as a question. It's just just that. I, I was I was imagining there would be that would be a question, but it is not a question. It's just it's just the title of the show is Mr. Good, Cop or Crook. And so we are going to talk about this because again, as you could if you have heard from the beginning of the show. We have a very different opinion than the authorities in Norway, right? So, yeah. Jojo, before we move on to just trashing the entire legal system <laughs> of Norway, <laughs> could you please sort of give us a, a synopsis of what the whole case is about? I will do my best. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, Mr. Good is uh, about Norwegian cop. I believe he had made sergeant or special agent or something along those lines. Eric Jensen, which I know I've just not pronounced his name properly in Norwegian, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, But it is about, he was a cop for Norway for nearly 30 years. He did some amazing work for the community, uh, which is something I do want to talk about too when we get into it. But after he'd been a, a working for the Norwegian cop system for close to 30 years, nearly out of the blue, he is hit with corruption and drug smuggling charges. And it is from one of his informants has basically turned on him and gives gives him up for a reduced sentence. And so this follows the the story of of Mr. Jensen and his kind of his career. We get to see a lot of what happened through the 90s and everything and what he actually did for Norway. And then then we get to follow the whole trial pretty much from beginning to end and all of the appeals and everything like that. And uh and the the conclusion of course too. So it's it's a it's it's true crime. It's it's a documentary. Uh, it's extremely well done and very easy to watch, even with the language difference. I I didn't find myself ever really lost at any point. You know, like what in the world is going on? But I saw a lot of things that made me very angry, and a lot of things that I'm ready to talk about. So so that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's. That's the brunt of it. And and to be honest with you, I I began you remember I, I texted you and told you I haven't start I haven't been watching this five minutes and I'm already all into it because I think the way the documentary sets up the entire story is almost perfect. In a sense, because it lets everyone else tell their side of the story. And in almost everything. Both cops and criminals agree that this guy was in the greatest thing to ever happen to Norway in terms of law enforcement because he was smart. He was a little bit of a 
of a rebel, a dude that that you know dance on his own uh, to his own beat or whatever. But he was effective, and at the same time, he wasn't the your typical cop, as you were mentioning, Jojo. Not not somebody who saw himself on a morally superior level than any other human being, especially criminals. And so what he did is that he approached criminal in such in a way that they found the humanity in him and decided this guy gives off enough respect that we should give that back to him and cooperate with him in any way we can. If he asks something of us, then we will do it because we never get that kind of respect from mm-hmm. law enforcement. I, I yeah. think I think that's that's the bottom line. And what is it that they called his system, like the the dialogue system or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was something that that they even tried to implement elsewhere in the Nordic countries, and in some some places it worked, and in some places it didn't. But in his particular way, things work out worked out very well. He was very effective. Everybody loved him, but at the same time, his success, his success rate was enraging to some haters, to be honest with you. Yeah. And they found a way to turn on him. And I think here is, the way I think about this is because in my, and this is my opinion, the police, anywhere, Everywhere. You can think of them as a legal gang. They have a gang mentality and they have the law on their side. So, but there are nothing but a gang. And because of that gang mentality, it's a question of us and them, right? You, if you are going to be a cop, you have to be on our side. You have to do things our way and you cannot embrace the bad guys because they are the bad guys and we are the good guys. Yes. Right. Yes. (laughs) If you want to be included in the fold, if you want to be a brother, uh, you know, the brotherhood of the, of the enforcers, then uh, you, you, you've got to, you've got to play by our rules and yeah, absolutely believe that the, the bad guys are scum, no matter what, they're always scum. Yeah. Yeah. They're not human beings. They're they're sub sub creatures. Sub creatures. Exactly. And, and Eric Jensen, wasn't did not believe in that bullshit and he he understood that somewhere in there there's a human being that is looking that is demanding respect maybe not going about it the 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 right way but what if you put out that respect what if you made that person feel like hey man i hear you i understand where you're coming from and i think we can understand each other which he did which he did. So you tell me, Jojo, what do you think? <laughs> so I, I I am curious because I know I texted you this, but I, I don't even know if you'd seen it. Have you seen the movie Hot Fuzz? No, I think I've heard talk about it. Okay. But so, I, I've, not, I've not sat down and watched it. So it's it's an Edgar Wright movie and Simon Pegg is in it. And it's a movie about essentially a super cop uh, in, I think, one of the London boroughs. And he is 
fantastic at his job. He's he's not the same as Mr. Good in the sense of of being <laughs> empathetic with anyone. This is a movie, it's a comedy, but he, you know, he's done this this great fantastic job cleaning up the streets. So his superiors call him in and are like, "Hey, to thank you, we're going to send you to this little tiny village out in the middle of nowhere, BFE England." to to because and he's all like wait what a minute i thought you know i was doing good, good work here and they're like well you know what you're, you're to be honest with you you're making us all look bad oh wow um, so we just we just need to get rid of you because you you're blowing our stats completely wrong and you know like we we just can't work with you you're too good <laughs> wow so wow. it made me think of that in because you know the the character in Hot Fuzz is called Nicholas Angel, but it's it's it made me think in the terms of you know Nicholas Angel does everything by the book and is a good cop and everything, but at the same time he was just they made every he made everybody else look bad, so we got to do something with him. <laughs> yeah, so that's what they did. But so I, I I immediately thought of Hot Fuzz when I when this started. I was like, oh my gosh, he's a he's another Nicholas Angel. But I I don't I don't think that he there was a lot of mention by the authorities in that oh you have to be so careful in working with the criminal class because they will do everything to use you to buy favors and that kind of thing. And sort of implying that Mr. Jensen was naive and stupid for helping these people. And I right. thought that that was very limited in a worldview because, of course, they're going to use you if you're offering, right. <laughs> right. Right. And which they, they did. Everybody did, not just, yeah. not just Mr. Jensen. But also, you're using them, so it's a it's a two way street here. You're it's you're both using each other. So I nobody is better than the other one. I mean, you can think you're a better person because you're using this information to clean up the streets or whatever, but really, honestly, you're you're not. It's it's still an exchange of information. It's still a a transaction. So it's not, you can't take the moral high ground with this one. I'm sorry, you just can't. And and that that irritated me when they kept saying like, oh, they, they were just using him. Everyone just used him. He was an idiot. And I'm like, no, I, no. This he wasn't. Guy... He wasn't. I mean, this guy, like, here's the thing. In the 90s, Hells Angel <laughs> in Europe was was bad. That's something else I need to talk about too. Was go, go bad. Ahead. Like my first experience in Switzerland, I was in Zurich, Switzerland, and I went to a restaurant with a bunch of Dominican friends. And I mean, luckily, I wasn't living in Zurich. I just went to visit some friends in Zurich. I was living in Bern, and. We had a restaurant, we're chilling, we're drinking, and there was some Dominican music playing and shit. And I didn't know that my friends in Zurich were hanging out with the bad crowd, and they were the bad crowd. How would I know that? <laughs> I live in Bern, and it was my first time in Switzerland. And the bikers showed up and started shooting up the place, man. Cool. Because God. they had beef with the Dominicans. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
they shut up the place. It's just a, like, don't get me wrong, Switzerland is still one of the most peaceful places in Europe. But Hells Angels were shooting up places back in the 90s in Switzerland. Yet, Eric Jensen got these motherfuckers to talk to each other, to even have Christmas parties together. Do you understand this shit, man? That's like the creep and the blood. One cop getting the creep and the blood to kind of like chill. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Yeah. So how yeah. is he stupid? <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. And how is he naive? Because he's he's been very involved in that scene. So to my non-credit, <laughs> I had absolutely no idea about any of this. I had this real, probably, I don't know what to call it, racist, possibly, view of Norway as like this just bucolic little snow-covered nation <laughs> who just kind of sat there and did did their own thing. So to hear that there was Hell's Angels there and the banditos and 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 that there were gang wars blew my mind. I'm not going to lie because I I had absolutely no clue. I don't remember it being covered in any of the news in the United States. So I was and the and this is terrible too and I fully take responsibility for my stupidity but because uh, mr jensen you know the pictures of him he's wearing you know like a motorcycle jacket and he's got an earring and he a ponytail and then they talk to one of his older co-workers former co-workers and he's decked out with harley davidson gear and stuff and i am just like what <laughs> I yeah. thought they like milked cows in Norway and had, you know, like really expensive and lovely apartments in the city. I had no idea there were motorcycle gangs. I didn't know there was a gang war. I didn't know people were shooting each other and blowing things up. So I this was news to me. And I, I learned a lot about the, the Scandinavian countries along the way. So I'm ashamed of my ignorance, but I'm glad that I learned. So, so I had a little bit of a mental adjust to make with this because I just had a vision of like what a Norwegian cop would look like, and 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 Mr. Jensen was definitely not it. Yeah, and I think that's why that's why they hated him because yes. the yes. thing is, okay, so Jensen to me, what he did was exactly what undercover cops do. do. Yeah, except that. The way he went about it is a broker of peace. Instead of going in and just arresting everybody and shit and like betraying everybody after months and months and months of being friends and blah, 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 he realized there's not a gr grand problem here at all if we put some conditions and those conditions can be followed. Mm -hmm. Because what did, what was some of the rules like? You're not going to fight in such and such places. You're not going to sell drugs in so and so and so places and blah, blah, blah. Like, he understood that crime is always going to be there. When you, if you go and arrest a bunch of them, all you're doing is giving a promotion to the ones that were, <laughs> that was the wrong. I'm not saying that there is no point in law enforcement. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, that the way this dude went about stuff is that it's better to 
deal with criminals that you know versus to try and figure out criminals, upcoming criminals that you know nothing about that could be worse. If yeah. you can exert a certain amount of control over these people and in telling them, look, man, we're not going to fuck with you, but your business is bad for this, for this, for this, and for that. If you can keep your head out of these places, if you can follow these rules, do you know what I mean? Do, do you think, <laughs> you know, like, do, do you think? And when somebody else comes up with things that are worse than you, I just want you to give me that information. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Because think about it, about this, right? Kaplan, for instance, his thing was hashish. You know, hashish is illegal in most places in Europe, yes. But at the same time, hashish is not cocaine. Hashish is not uh, heroin. Hashish is none of that shit. Right. It's not methamphetamines. It's not crack. It's, it's, it is essentially pot, strong pot. <laughs> yeah. It's just to paste that you burn, put on your cigarette, smoke, and then you get high for a few minutes and shit. Like, seriously. Yeah. So, so, so what do we do? Do we eliminate the dude that is important hashish or, and then we open up a new place for the guy that is bringing some heavy, heavy heroin from Southeast Asia or some shit. Yes. What, what do we do? <laughs> you know, yes. I'll keep this guy, let him keep his shit going as long as he doesn't do it outside of these boundaries. And when some motherfucker try to infiltrate with something stronger, you have an obligation to let me know. One, you're eliminating your competition. Two, you're helping me out. That is as simple as that. I yeah. do not understand what is it that they, and I think, to go to your point, Jojo, he was making the rest of them look bad. Yeah. Because their view is, get them off the street. Get them off the street. And because Kaplan always had the Jensen card to play, right, this guy, this guy is going to come and save me because, you know, it, that, that, that was it. Like, fucking Jensen. So yep. they decided, we're going to fuck this guy up. Yep. We're going to fuck him up. Yep. And that's, and I, that's, that's why I think it, they are the same thing as a guy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you sent me a text message that I, I think was is perfect, that he understood that it was about containment, not elimination, that you're never going to eliminate the criminal element, but you can contain it. And he understood that as, you know, as an, an ad, abject concept. <laughs> yes. And he was also able to understand it as something that he could actually implement and make work. And, and he was able to do that because of the rapport he had with everyone, because he knew who to pick to put on his team to work with, with the people you know, he was kind of given carte blanche in the in the system in in Norway in Oslo, and I really think my my opinion is it was those sort of country bumpkin cops that are the ones who got pissed about it and yes. were like, oh well, they're not sharing information with us because remember the the one there was they right. interviewed and he was just very very bitter and very. Yes 
very much a cop. Like that was the one that screamed Norwegian cop to me. Actually, he just screamed cop to me. Yeah. But Looked like I a really think basketball player that, that went went on to be a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just it was like, yeah, okay. Because I as you said, I don't think that Mr. Jensen was a hundred percent true blue or whatever you want to call it. I think that he definitely did some things that he shouldn't have. But to give him the maximum sentence in Norway for anything yeah. of 21 years is just insane to me. And yeah. I, I, when you consider all of the good that he did for the country in the 90s and the 2000s, and then to take this case, this this singular case, and turn it into something that completely ruined his life, ended his life, is just I. I can't say it's mind boggling because it isn't because no good deed goes unpunished, but it's such an injustice. It is just a complete injustice, and it really made me not want to ever be involved with the Norwegian court system. Like, I don't ever want to go to Norway. <laughs> see, see you're, let's talk about the case because, again, <laughs> it is a case fabricated and built on bullshit. Yes. And the only people who bought this case were the, the judges. Yes. Because even when the case went to a jury, the jury was like, yeah, he fucked up a bit. Yeah. But not what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And then the judges were like, no, we don't just, we're throwing that out. I, I honestly, my what? jaw hit the floor because I was like, what? How, what was the point of having a jury then? This is what makes me think that there was some very powerful forces. Yes. Trying to bring this guy down. Yes. This me guy too. was picked. He was picked. Like, we're going to make an example out of you. Yes. Because yes. we don't want your kind in the police force. You're he making us rubbed, look bad. He rubbed someone very important the wrong way. And that yes. is just disgusting. Because as a lot of people that were interviewed were saying, there were plenty of cops who were doing worse. <laughs> You know, we both agree that he wasn't completely clean. He was no shining angel of 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 morality or whatever. But who the fuck is, honestly? No. <laughs> honestly, who the, who the fuck is? But I think that his ends justified the means. He got results. He he did things for for Oslo, for for Norway that that nobody else was able to do. And I just, it's just very unsettling the to get the maximum sentence for this to i mean the stuff that they read to him like i'm i'm sort of used to to watching shows about the american court system which are, is fucked up enough but i mean if a jury comes back and is like innocent then you're innocent yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. that's yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> and the, the the things that the judges were saying it was like these people think they're priests or something like they're yes they're speaking from on high like yeah they, the high they, priests like god sort. talked to them and told yeah. them to say these things i'm like yeah this is yeah. 
this is obnoxious. This is, this is horrifying. And so I had no idea that Norway was like that. And I am terrified of, of them now. I mean, you could say, oh, but it's only 25 years or 21 years, you know, in America, you could get life in prison or whatever. But to me, 21 years might as well be life in prison. That's the maximum sentence. So you're going to carry that with you for the rest of your life. Even if he was, I mean, he's probably going to die in prison, honestly, Yeah. because in the interviews where he is in prison, you can see that he's gone compared to when he was out of prison. We're talking to him. He's just, he's divorced himself from life as much as he can. And so, I mean, but even if you were like, say, I don't know, 30 and committed a crime and got 21 years, then that, that might as well be. Sure. Yeah. You're 51 like, when you come out and, yeah, might as well be and, like and a criminal person. and, you know, yeah, yeah so. it's not, it's not good. So yeah, as you were saying, the case, the case is completely bullshit. It's all circumstantial evidence. And for me, when this, so when I saw, I realized, okay, so this is what they're doing. They weren't interested in Kaplan at all. And Kaplan, originally, he thought he was the one in trouble, right? Which is why he started to say, hey, man, I got shit that I can tell you. You know what I mean? Like, call who you need to call, but I'm not the guy you want to fuck with because I'm sort of like one of you, except that I'm a criminal. And they were like, no, we're not interested in anything you want to say. Unless it's about so-and-so. Yeah. And he realized that, oh, so that's what you want? Then here it is. You know, then he started making shit up. But most mm-hmm. of the rest of the shit, they made it up. Which is why, right, uh, uh, Jensen's girlfriend was able to figure things out. It's like, this timeline is not even correct. Yeah. Yeah. No one took a good look at any of this. Because, you know, perception is reality, Right. Yeah. If these high priests of the court are telling me that's what happened, yeah, man. But of course there was something wrong there. There was something wrong there. And and to to get a second trial and be told a jury realized, oh no, 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 this this didn't go well at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't believe he's an angel and he probably should do two or three years, but what y'all saying? That's not it. That's not it. Yeah. And then the court come by and say, "Oh, fuck the jury, fuck yeah. the jury." These motherfuckers yeah. don't know shit. Yeah, you know that, that that that's terrible. And as you said, man, it's it's bad enough to protect yourself from law enforcement in and of itself because these motherfuckers can go after you with a grudge. And then also you have to deal with the justice system. That is also not interested in justice at all, but to look good. Yeah. And I think they didn't want to go down in history as the people who acquitted the greatest criminal case in in, in police history. That's it. Yeah. Even if it were, oh, this is wrong. You have no case. No, we can't do that because we don't want to go in history as the ones who allowed it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I honestly think that the informant, whose name I keep forgetting. Kaplan. Kaplan. Yeah. I honestly think that he was set up somehow by 
the police because they said that he never touched the hashish himself. Right. Right. But in this one case, yeah, where they just happened to be watching and have the right surveillance, yeah, he did an actual transaction of hashish himself <laughs> to this other guy. And there was absolutely no reason for him to do that. The guy was rolling in money. He could have paid a homeless person to take God, this yes. this bag and drop it off with this other person. So that just that whole thing stunk. Yes. Yes. And then when they get him in the interrogation room and are like, um, yeah, we don't want all this other stuff you're telling us. We want stuff on Mr. Jensen. I think that I honestly think that he knew right then, shit, they set me up. <laughs> and if they if they set me up, then I'd better fucking cooperate with them because they are going to, I'm gonna end up dead in an alley somewhere. Yeah. I honestly, honestly think that because it was just too too good good a coincidence for them. Mm. To yeah. be able to get him legitimately on what he shouldn't be doing and get him scared enough to rat out his handler, as they called him. Because he had a really good thing going on with Mr. Jensen, and yep. he knew that 100%. So I just, that whole thing was too perfect for me. The I other thing is, Jocelyn, where's the yeah. money? Where is That's the, the money? too. That's the other thing, too. So he says, oh, he got tens of millions of kroner over the years. They could only find 1.5 million kroner that was unaccounted for, which he was like, well, I made it doing this and doing that. So I was like, how? I'm thinking in terms of dollars, right? So I yeah. look up how much a kroner is worth. And what they were saying he was getting paid a kilo was 50 bucks. Right. 50 US dollars. It was worth 50 US dollars. Yeah. So we were actually really not talking about that much money. Like, <laughs> I mean, really, we're not. We're talking. So the, the 1.5 million that they're saying that is unaccounted for is less than $100,000. Right. So that's and completely. He says, he says that his parents gave him money. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people do their their will and do everything before they die. Like, I don't want anybody fighting over this. I'm not right. going to, you know. Here, the house is yours. This money's yours. Boom, boom, boom. Whatever. Yeah. And there's only yeah. him and his sister, right? Yeah, just him so, and his sister. So here it is. Boom. Take this for you guys and work with it. And then he said, "I'm a diver and I make a lot of money diving too." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So all of this is plausible. Uh, the, the stupidest part of this whole thing for me is this fucking bathroom renovation they kept talking about. <laughs> oh, my. Are you kidding? Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm going to make 500 kroner per kilo of anything that this dude brings in over, what, 20 plus years? The only thing I have to show for it is that I take a better shit today than I, than I did. You said, fuck off. <laughs> And, and no See, court said, like, what are you guys fucking talking about? Like, bring right. me, bring me fucking evidence and stop insinuating shit. Yes, it's all of it is insinuated. Absolutely everything is circumstantial. I mean, if that honestly, if that was in the United States, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I genuinely can't believe I'm saying this, but if that was in the United States, I really think a judge would have laughed them out of the courtroom. Be like, come back when you have actual evidence. You, you, hey, Jojo, 
It's not like I'm a big champion of the justice system here either. But I do think that would have happened. You're right. Yeah. Like a judge, just out of respect for his own damn self, look, look yeah. my judgment. Don't come to me with this bullshit yeah. and think like, come on. Do not you waste know. my time with this. <sighs> get, get the fuck out of my face. Come back when you have hard evidence. You're telling me that this text message means this. Mr. Jensen says it means that. Mr. Um, name Kaplan. Mr. Kaplan says this. But there's really no way to know. They may have truly been talking about the weather. This is totally circumstantial. So get the fuck out of here. Just, yeah, just move your ass along. You can't show me any of these tens of millions of, of kroner, you know, a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposedly somewhere. You, you, All you can come to me is with this bathroom. And you know what? Maybe, honestly, the bathroom to me is the one thing where I was like, you know what? Maybe Mr. Jensen accepted help to have this bathroom put in for him in the sense of I'm going to use the contractors that, that, that he this nigga recommends. Right. Yes, yeah. exactly. Hmm. Because, and I know they're going to do a good job because he's a criminal, they're criminals and they're going to make sure they don't fuck it up and I'm going to get it for cheap. I honestly think that probably did happen. Yeah. But seriously, to go to 21 years in prison over a fucking bathroom? Come on. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. And sometimes, too, crooks will do this, this shit where they'll be like, yo, don't worry about it. I yeah. got you. You know, yeah. like, no, 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 I was, you know, I got my money. I'm going to pay for it. No, 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 no. I will not take no for an answer, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's a, in a way, it's, it's a way of them kind of like having a hold of you to it. It's a power grab. If you yeah, know, a power sure. trip. And it is well possible that Kaplan went like, yeah, man, it's all paid for. This dude's work for me and shit. So I got it. Yeah. And what do you do in this case? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. L like what? What? I mean, yeah. probably you should he probably could have gone in to his bosses and said, Look, man, I was doing a renovation and blah, blah, blah. And one of my informants, boom, boom. And I know this is you know, there's there's something unethical about this, but I just wanted you guys to know. He probably should have done that, which yeah. is why I say, you know, it's not like we're not saying Eric Jensen was ever a, a saint. Correct. But he, he was no, like, he was no criminal mastermind that yeah. deserved to go. Like, yeah. Kaplan get 13 years. Yeah. 13 years. 13 years, and he's the one who was bringing this hashish into the country. I mean, he should have gotten 21 yeah. years, too. But he didn't because he snitched on 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 Mr. Jensen. And I honestly, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> the interviews with Mr. Jensen's ex-wife, she comes across as very, very bitter and very angry. Oh, yes. Yes, and the first also, wife. Yes, the first wife, his ex-wife, as yeah. very bitter, very angry. Yes. And they had conversations recorded with her uh, talking to, to Mr. Jensen, where she was like, she definitely came across as a nag, as a, so what I'm trying to say is, I'm wondering if he didn't get beat down over the bathroom in the sense of, you're out all the time with these guys. I want a nice bathroom. You know, you're going to make it happen. 
And if he hasn't honestly wasn't like, oh my God, can you help me out just to shut her up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it, she says it'll her. make her happy because there was just this weird dynamic between them. And yeah. and she just was so she was too ready to, to, to throw him to the lions, too. She like, was thrilled. She the was entire thrilled. time she spoke, it was, yeah, he did this. He don't he, he he's he's guilty like she was insinuating the entire time yeah he's guilty yeah yeah and the thing about that is she seemed to she seemed to insinuate that she knew about it the whole time yeah without actually saying she knew about yeah. it the whole time but she did yeah. insinuate it and i'm like okay so if you knew about it the whole time shouldn't your ass be in court too you probably should <laughs> yeah you know they got Kaplan's wife yeah, they did. Based on one conversation on the phone. One conversation on the phone. Yes. They got her. Yeah. Which was weird too. Because yeah, like that's I didn't understand that either. Wife and husband talking about something on the phone, like I don't I don't know, man. Yeah. Um and the conversation that Kaplan not Kaplan, sorry, Mr. Jensen and his ex wife had the one that was recorded that they played in the documentary to me sounded guilty as hell on her part. Like she was really pressuring him to, to get this thing done. And they were, they were talking in code, but it was just, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think her ass should have been in court too. So I hashtag free Irik Jensen. That should be, yeah, that should be everywhere. Yeah, you know, what it I mean, should. yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is going to be the, the the title of this of this episode. Hashtag yeah. free Irik Jensen. Yeah, you know, they done I... him wrong. They done him wrong. They done him wrong. He and was shame absolute... on fucking Norway. Yeah, sure. shame on Norway, and you know. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be very distressed to hear that I had wanted to visit before, but now I'm absolutely not fucking going there. No, we ain't going to that <laughs> fucking place, man. <laughs> That's a white dude you did that to. Imagine if you if it was a black dude. <laughs> I go over there, somebody don't like me and shit. They'd be like, "Yep, your ass did 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 that and shit." You get twenty one years. What? They'll be like, "Actually, for you, we're going to make a special exception, forty two years." Forty two. Because <laughs> you know we don't like your kind. <laughs> no, nah, man. No, nah, oh, seriously, right. Jojo, it's a, it yeah. was. I don't know why I decided we should we, we should do this, but God, I got angry the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like this is such a load of crap. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, glad. I want to see the conclusion of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that you uh, that you decided it because uh, I had wanted to watch it. It was it was like kind of on my watch list, but uh, I think it's a fantastic thing to talk about. I think it's kind of right up our alley in the uh the justice issues and the the police issues and and things like that so yeah yeah i mean it's glad well it's good to see that the u.s the police in the u.s at least have something to compare to and <laughs> <laughs> trust this motherfuckers for anything man like, yeah. no no hashtag fuck the police fuck the police Thank you. well <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next thing you know, I'm I'm being hauled out. But whatever, man. Yeah, seriously, fuck the popo. Yeah. Um. 
We are going to call it a day for today. We encourage you to watch this documentary, uh, Mr. Good, Cop or Crook, and tell us what you think. We like to yeah. hear from you. People uh, this week on this past week on YouTube have been very vocal about our opinions with the Ricky Gervais special, the, the, the episode we did last week. And I granted, you know, while you get a 45 to 50 minutes to almost an hour episode on the podcast, we sort of like trim down the entire episode for YouTube to nothing more than 17 minutes. And in fact, this time it was only 13 minutes. Obviously, it all makes sense because we take the essentials and edit it. Um, but it is quite possible that, of course, if you only watch the episode on YouTube, you don't hear all the things we talked about and the crescendo that leads us to arrive to certain conclusions. I understand that. But, um, yeah, people have been very vocal uh, about what we had to say, but we always act, uh, our attitude is always, we said what we said. Like, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not, well, it's our opinion. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about what we opine about things that we watch. So we understand the disagreements. We we don't mad that you disagree, but yeah, we, we're not, no, that's not, that's not happening. We're not changing our opinions. Correct. Correct. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And so we're going to call it a day. If you want to follow us on social media, you will find Jojo on Instagram as KNS co-host. And you will find me on Instagram and on Twitter as Mr. Putzetta. That's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. You can also visit us on our pub, uh, our website, kickinandstreamingpodcast.com, where you will find more information. You can go through the entire archive of all the shows that we have put together, including the bonus shows. And also you will find a little button that will take you to buy me a coffee if you'd like to uh, give a gift to this podcast we'll appreciate it we thank you in advance for me and for jojo this is goodbye bye thank you yeah, yeah. thank you for listening to kicking and streaming podcast if you found value in our content please subscribe and share we would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast so please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group.